So welcome to the Brown Tune podcast, Lucy. It's great to have you here. Um, tell us a bit more about you and your background and what you do, please. Well, um, what I do now is I'm mostly a publisher and I founded Rethink Press with Joe Gregory 10 years ago. And actually, we're kind of celebrating our, you know, the end of our 10th year. So um, uh, we, we, we started Rethink Press as a two-person business with Joe and I doing absolutely everything. And we now have a 50-plus strong team of coaches and editors and designers and publishing professionals who work all around the world. And we've published over 500 books. So we're feeling a bit sort of um, smug, really, I suppose, yeah, at the end of this year. It's, uh, <laughs> it's been, uh, yes, it's, it's worked out well. We didn't know how it would work out. But um, starting from the beginning of my career, many years ago, I started off as a magazine publisher. Um, I uh, founded a um, performing arts, a theatre magazine in Australia and mm. ran that for eight years, which was kind of a mad thing to do because Australia is a very small population and a very huge space and, um, and uh, uh, um, performing arts and theatre is quite a minority interest. But uh, those were the days when you could get lots of arts funding. So uh, we ran that for eight years and um, then I came back to England and went into television so I've done a lot of writing for TV um, and video and producing um, stuff so that was all quite exciting and interesting and then I moved kind of accidentally into uh, what was just beginning to be called work-life balance mm-hmm. um, and actually funnily enough although I'd always wanted to write a book I hadn't up to that stage but when I became a work-life balance consultant I got um, commissioned to write a book an actual book by an actual publisher mm-hmm. and uh, that, so that was my first book and uh, uh, so yes and I discovered then although I wasn't really kind of thinking in those terms at the time that writing a book is a very good way of um, uh, of, of promoting yourself, of raising your profile, but also kind of establishing a kind of brand. So, um, mm-hmm. so that's what I did. And then I, uh, then I had a few years writing novels. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You've written 11 books in all. I've written 13 books. 13. Actually. Wow. <laughs> now, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's, yes. I also very much enjoy writing of all kinds. So um, yeah, that's what I, that's what's kind of is the thread that runs through probably most of my, my strange yeah. career. And hence uh, being a publisher now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Right. So um, yes. So how did you and Joe meet initially? Well, we, re- we met initially because I wrote a book called The Real Secret, um, which was a self-help book, um, and he published it, and we didn't know each other at all. Mm-hmm. And then we, we realised that actually we lived quite close together. We're both in Norfolk. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we met at a, uh, at a networking event, strangely enough, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and I realised that he had recently um, lost his business partner I don't mean uh, she, she left yeah. um, and and I thought well actually it, that's interesting this is very interesting I, I really enjoy publishing mm-hmm. and there are some things here that I could add to the mix of what Joe was doing mm-hmm. so we started working together and I became his commissioning editor at Bookshaker 
and um, and then we we came up with the idea of of doing things slightly differently. We kind of rethought the publishing business model, mm -hmm. and we started rethink press together. And uh, yeah, as I say, that was ten years ago. Ten years ago, we had we had a website, we had a name, we had a few clients, and a few books in production, but none had been published. Um, so that's uh, that's what we were just reminiscing about the other day, <laughs> where we where we started. And you rebranded recently. So um, what what was that about? Um... Well, we had uh, we had built the Rethink brand without a lot of professional branding input. So Joe comes from, I mean, Joe is a graphic designer and also um, has a marketing background. And I suppose I like to think I have some kind of creative ideas around, around um, um, visuals and graphics and things. So we kind of um, put our brand together in a slightly ad hoc way. And we had, well, in fact, we came to you to um, to to register to trademark some of our some of our visuals, in fact, and the name Rethink Press. Mm -hmm. um, but we hadn't uh, we hadn't really done the whole branding picture, and we really felt that after sort of you know nine years, as it was, we needed to pull it together. Things had changed. You know, we were a very different business to what we were when we started um, so we thought it was time to have a new we started with the idea we'll have a new website and then we realized we needed an entire new brand to go with it okay. so um, that, that's what we did so what what actually changed well kind of everything changed in a way from our logo to the way we presented ourselves mm -hmm. and and actually it was a surprisingly deep and um, rigorous process. I mean, I thought we'd probably just have a chat with our um, key branding person um, and, you know, they'd go away and come up with some ideas. And in fact, there were two sides to it. There were two, we were working with two key people. Um, mm -hmm. One of them, um, Kieran was doing the words mm -hmm. and the other one Simon was doing the visuals so we had a number Joe and I had a number of <laughs> quite lengthy um zoo because it was it was sort of you know going through lockdown and everything so we had quite a number of lengthy conversations with them where um Kieran especially was very good it was a bit like therapy actually to be honest mm -hmm. we were kind of going through our vision and our values and our different personalities and Joe and I are in many ways like chalk and cheese so mm -hmm. you know they wanted to um um, well, I mean, we have the, we share the same vision and values, but, you know, sort of personality wise, we're, we're quite different. Um, and I think that's why we work so well together. Yeah. But um, they wanted to kind of have both sides of that represented. So, you know, we had to sort of talk about ourselves and our backgrounds and um, and how we saw the business and what we wanted for our authors and our clients and and. It was very interesting because I'm quite kind of um, controlling about words, I suppose. I like to have the final say on, on the way things are written. But actually, Kieran went away and wrote stuff that I would never have come up with. And we came up with really kind of brilliant strap line, um, which kind of sums up our business. But I don't think either of us would ever have come up with it. So it's now nothing sells you like a book, dot, dot, dot. And no one builds a book like Rethink. 
And that kind of now runs through everything whenever I give a talk or, um, you know, do training about about book writing or mentoring. That's that's the kind of basic um, premise that I work from and that I, you know, repeat over and over again. Um, and it really um, that's been really um, enlightening in a way. And I suppose the whole thing was rather enlightening. Yeah. Um, so finding out what, how other people saw us. So nothing sells you like a book. And then what? And then and no one builds a book like Rethink. Oh, interesting. I, I like then, the fact that you've got your name in it, Rethink. I'm just immediately thinking like a lawyer and that you. Oh, right. Because it's got Rethink in it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. So that. Oh, I'm glad that you. I'm glad that you <laughs> approved of that because I hadn't up yeah. till that that yeah. second. I hadn't thought about the legal implications of. Well, of can, um, if if it's something you use a lot and make a lot of yeah. um, and want to become recognised by, then obviously if you can protect it, that enhances your ability to stop other people using right right so are you suggesting that we should actually trademark that yeah. phrase okay yeah. well i'll come yeah. back to you on that one yeah. thank you for that that free yeah. advice <laughs> so did you also uh, have you come up with a totally new coloring and yes logo? yes we have absolutely so i mean we <laughs> we we started off um we had a, a logo um or, or a kind of colophon really for our logo with rethink with an with a capital r and an e backwards so it fitted into a nice kind of box that we could put on the spine of books uh -huh. um and that that was we we thought blue was the color we wanted in the first place so we've had we had quite a lot of you know 10 years ago we were very much a blue kind of colored rethink yeah and um and then we <laughs> we um, then we wrote a book called um, How to Write Your Book Without the Fuss, which was our signature book, and that had a very orange colour. So then we turned our kind of logos orange and went orange and black and white for a bit. Um, and so now our new colours are completely different. Um, and the logo itself, I mean, we've got a new typeface, we've got a new, um, you know, sort of full length um, rethink uh, logo and also a little RE logo. Um, and the colours are completely different. We've got a sort of um, what I would call a dark, greeny, bluey, petroly colour and, oh. and a very pale blue and a salmon-y pink and, and kind of a few colours in between. And it's completely different. And, oh. and uh, I love it. Yes, we both do, I think. <laughs> so the R, the E is still backwards or not? No, it's not. No, no. We, we now have actually we have rethink spelt with the um, it's upper and lower case and the E is slightly elevated. So it's R. E and then think um, the, the oh, kind right. of normal <laughs> size and, because it sort of represents the what we wanted to get across somehow was that the book elevates our authors so the right. E is elevated I don't suppose that comes across to anyone <laughs> literally as they read it but that's that's the feeling that we want to get over so you you thought about your vision mission values so um what do you stand for, do you think, as a, you know, if you had to choose two or three words to associate with your brand, what are they? How are you different um, from other publishers who... 
I think the word um, uh, talking about building books is very important to us mm. because mm. we not only, unlike other public, most other publishers, um, we not only have, you know, take manuscripts and publish them um, yeah. and produce um, books, we also have a big coaching team. So we actually start from the very beginning with a lot of authors from the book idea and we help them plan and write their book. And we see that. Mm -hmm. as building a book, building a book from the ground upwards. So our writing program, our Write Your Book in 90 Days program is called Book Builder. And um, so it's and, and our book, we um, we actually have a book that, um, you know, is, has the same name. Um, so uh, so Book Builder is the name of the book and the program. And it, it is kind of our concept. You know, we build books. Um, I must you know, say, I, we... I can that resonates with me because you helped me um, with my proposal at one point when I was thinking of getting it published and. The ideas you introduced, I hadn't thought of, was to try and um, show in the various chapters exactly what my framework was. So this sort of idea of building a book is definitely something I got from you very oh, much and in, in the way you gave feedback and helped. So, yeah, that's, that's great that you've managed to hone in on that. Yes, I mean, that's very much what we, 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 I mentor authors through a very um, specific process, because I think that just mm -hmm. makes it so much easier. I think people are often um, overwhelmed by the idea of writing a book if they've never done it before. It seems a huge piece of work and a kind of rather like a big amorphous kind of task with full of strange things that they don't quite know how to do. And what um, I think what we're both, Joe and I are both good at is chunking things down into manageable steps and also creating, we love creating models. So we have the writer process, which is an acronym and the author model and the three P's of positioning. So to position your book. So um, we go through all those when we're, when we're, mentoring people and I think it helps to be able to envisage things in that very clear way yes so I mean did were you thoroughly clear about your mission and values before you went into the rebrand or you know how did I think that help clarified it um I think we 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 I think we knew what we were doing and what we wanted to do but actually talking it through with someone who was someone else who was going to um you know create the words for us helped mm. us to clarify it ourselves right. so um we have you know we 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 stand for um i think kind of uh, well rethink the name stands for innovation we were a bit disruptive in the industry and we want to continue to um to be so in terms of the publishing model for the kinds of authors who we work with um we want want to embody integrity um, and, um, and 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 um, ambition really to to get you know to help our authors I mean we rate our success mm. on the success of our authors so mm. the building a book is about creating a tool for business I mean it's got 
to be a good book it's not just a kind of fancy business card with you know with with a in book format it actually has to be a really valuable and good book um, and very well produced and professional but it is about create helping to create books that enable our authors to use their book to really build their businesses and the more kind of great stories we get about how how that works for our authors the happier we are Yes, I remember when I sent my proposal for my previous book to you, you said, you're not writing a brochure. This, <laughs> you know, and it's just so easy when, when you're thinking about writing a book to just be promotional yeah. and not have a clue about actually how does it land with somebody else. And I'll never forget that. <laughs> well, uh, well, I sort of I think good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that is that is a very strong sort of um, ethos we um, take through not just the writing, but the editing of our books. Our editors are all trained to, to spot too yeah. much salesiness. So, yeah. you know, because I mean, the important thing to remember is that a book is I mean, it's an iconic product, a book. Mm-hmm. And, and and you don't want as an author to undervalue that, to devalue. I mean, some yeah. people are paying for your book. We, you know, yeah. um, suggest that people give away a lot of books because mm-hmm. that gets the book into the right hands um, to get new clients and partners and all that sort of thing. But, you know, people are paying for your book and they don't want to be to think that they have actually bought, you know, a glorified marketing brochure. So it's really important to give valuable content. Mm. Um, But there are ways of doing that Mm -hmm. that will really enhance your brand by putting in case studies like you do in your books Mm -hmm. and, you know, telling your own story, which is, again, kind of like the brand story um, that is so important and so many people talk about now. Mm. So, um, so, so yes, but, you know, value is the name of the game and that's what we want to be. um, That's what we want to be known for producing valuable books. Yeah. I find that people keep writing books. They don't stop at one. I I wonder why that is. I mean, if they're doing it for their business and they've written one book, why do they go on to write others? (laughs) Well, you can answer that, Shireen. You've written a few books. Why did you go on? (laughs) Well, I think, you know, writing really does help you to think more clearly. And I have a need to actually write in order to develop my ideas and thoughts. Otherwise, I wouldn't know what I think. No, completely. No, that's exactly how I I think there are two kinds of people. The people who think as they speak, they develop their ideas through talking them aloud. And there are people like you and me who develop their ideas through seeing them um, written in words on a on a screen or wherever. And I'm completely like that. I really don't know what I'm thinking until I've written it down Um, and then it suddenly. But but yes, I mean, the actual act of writing 30 to 40,000 words about what you do or your beliefs or you know whatever it is your model your process is incredibly clarifying I mean it gives you fantastic clarity about um, yourself and your business and what you do and often I mean people actually will pivot their businesses because the process of writing has been so um, illuminating to them so yes I think there is you know there are those people who just get into the actual act of writing and love doing it but also I think you know businesses progress I think it's important to um, if you have a if you if you if you love books and your book has done well for you then to either do a new edition or to write another book to keep your your market up to date with with your your thinking and, and what you're actually doing 
So, yes, I think, I mean, but a lot of people, a lot of our authors do only write one book. It is their signature book and that's it. So during this rebranding, did you have um, workshops? I mean, how did it actually work for you to give your input so that the designer and the copywriter could produce their bit um, how did, how did um, the whole thing work yes well <laughs> I suppose they sort of were workshops so we didn't call them that we we just called them <laughs> calls um, so there were there were four of us involved um, and we did but we did share things with our team um, then Joe and I would go away and sort of share things um, but it was mostly um, you know me and Joe and Kieran who as I said who did the words and Simon who did the the, the visuals and um, we would either sometimes just talk to one of them um, and Joe was sort of more in charge of the visuals and sometimes had calls with Simon on and uh, Simon and him sometimes I would just talk to Kieran um, and and then it would all come together and it was I mean it was a, it was actually a very long process and more in-depth than I thought it was going to well it probably oh, before we actually got the the website actually up and running and uh, it probably took about a year which wow. it possibly didn't need to take that long I mean it may have been that you know this was um, I don't know having two of us and um, kind of working through a lot of stuff took took uh, a long time but we used we used a lot of the kind of collateral on the way before the website was finished so we started um using the the the, the branding colors and the fonts mm-hmm. for marketing kind of before we'd actually finished i suppose the website was the longest thing um and the the the, the most complicated thing because having having a lot of books on a website is quite, you know, just the technology of, of the website is quite difficult when you're a publisher. Yeah. Um, so um, perhaps that's what took <laughs> so long. Um, but, but, um, but yes, it was, it was an iterative process. Um, but once we'd got, uh, once we'd got the, the visuals in place mm-hmm. um, and the colors and the fonts and, you know, we used, we were able to then use them for slide decks and presentations mm-hmm. um, and social media um, so, you know, sort of, and then we, you know, then we'd sort of start using our, our strap line and bits of the, bits of the writing for the website. Um, so, so yes, it was, it was quite long and involved. And as I say, it was a bit like sort of therapy, really. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, um, um, but it was, it was mostly very enjoyable. Sometimes it was frustrating, but, um, but it was, uh, it was certainly interesting. So it was the need for a website that brought on the the decision to yes yeah yes that's right and the feeling that you know by this time our so-called branding our kind of you know uh, internal branding efforts had become a bit tired and unfocused and you know we had several years worth of different uh, you know we'd sort of done certain things at one stage and then we had another set of graphics that went with another kind of period and then we'd moved on from that and started using a different name for something so we needed to coordinate everything that we did mm. um, in one uh, in one branding look and feel. Mm. So what advice would you have for a business that's sort of looking to rebrand? Um, yeah I mean I think be prepared to sort of dig deep 
um, because that's really important. I mean, I think we, we, all of us, I mean, Joe and I, but also the whole Rethink team feel that we've got a really strong, coherent brand now, but it did take, you know, it did take work. It did take time. I don't know that it needed to have taken quite as long as it did. That might have just been us. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, give it, be prepared to give a lot and really kind of unpack, um, you know, your your feelings and where you got to. I mean, this was kind of like, well, it was nine years, but, you know, it was nine years of work that had gone into what we were doing. So mm. there was quite a lot to pull together, really. Um, and um, I think also work with people that you feel um, a, um, you know, a connection with, um, who you feel um, empathy with and, and who you can be open with. I think it's important to, you know, because a business and a brand is not just about what you do and the services. It's also, um, you know, when you're a small business, it's very much about the founders or the CEOs mm -hmm. or whatever you call yourself. And you know, it's important that your personality or personalities get expressed in your brand. So yeah. I think you've got to be able to be open and sort of vulnerable, I suppose, in a way with the people who are who are creating a brand for you and trust them. Mm. What made you choose the particular people you went with for branding? Um, well, it, uh, Joe did a um, he, he got he talked to quite a few people. Mm -hmm. um, and we got a sort of he actually put together a spreadsheet of what they could do and what their strengths and what he considered perhaps their weaknesses were and the prices of course mm -hmm. and um, and we went through them and um, this was this was sort of the result of our our deliberations I mean it mm -hmm. was you know that this whole that branding and marketing and the website falls under Joe's side of our business right. so he was kind of in control of that but you know we do we do kind of take all important decisions together sure. um so uh, also he he knew he knew kieran before so you know he had a good relationship with him and knew what he could do mm -hmm. um and it just you know in the end um you know i i just went with my gut i suppose and i, sure. I guess joe did too and that's um yeah. you know it felt like the best decision mm, great and and then you went on to acquire or merge with Panoma. We have, so yes, that's, that's um, yes, we have just kind of, um, we're, yes, we've just released the news that we have acquired Panoma Press. Um, we've joined forces with them. So um, uh, Mindy Gibbons-Klein, who's run yes. Panoma Press for, you know, actually longer than Rethink, but about you know, she and Joe are kind of contemporaries, if you like, in, in, uh, the, business, in the business publishing world um, in terms of how long their businesses had been running. Um, I mean, we'd always admired what she did. We were sort of um I mean I don't want to I mean yes kind of always competitors mm -hmm. um but you know very friendly competitors and we have very similar you know we we have the same um client base the same authors we the kinds of books that we publish are very similar the values we have and what we're um mm. what we aspire to for our authors so um when Mindy felt she wanted to you know, get some more support and maybe not be so hands-on in the in the in the publishing side of it. Um, you know, we she talked to us and it just felt like a really, you know, a, a really good fit. Um, so so yes, the 
the yeah. two companies have now come together. Panoma will stay as an entity, all the Panoma authors, and there are hundreds, you know, there's a list of several hundred oh, so authors there. They are separate brands. They, they will stay as, as, as Panoma, uh, published by Panoma, um, but um, in the future, um, the, the, the authors will be, new authors will be published by Rethink Press, and we will, I mean, it's, it's um, Mindy's got a great team as well, so it'll be really great to um, merge the teams and, and get, um, get all that, um, um, put all that uh, expertise and knowledge and experience that Mindy and her team have and, and um, put it all together with our team in one place and hopefully build a, yes. a stronger business. Yeah, it's difficult uh, merging two small businesses. So at least you've done your thinking. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, through this recent rebrand, and that, you know, it should make it a bit easier for you. Yes, I think that's right, actually. Yes. I mean, it's been really interesting to see how, how similar, um, you know, Mindy's kind of um, uh, brand um, is. is put over as well um so that's it's it's not too difficult to um you know kind of make that uh, make that merger happen i mean it's, yeah it's very complicated and and all the bits and pieces of uh, of the business but i think um you know overall we are looking to um to make this a bigger better rethink and you know panoma will stay there as a brand but um yes it will kind of come in under rethink basically Great. So what do you think is um, a key step for a business to take to ensure that it stays on brand, you know, as it develops and grows? What do you think is a really important thing for it to focus on? Um, well, I suppose... Um... I suppose, and you know, you haven't paid me to say this, Shireen, but I suppose getting legal advice on your branding is really important. I mean, that that was the one um, sort of piece of professional um, um, work that we did um, early on in Rethink was with you to make sure that that our name was safe. I mean, that was really important because when we trademarked our name, we did find that um, I can't remember what it's called, the Schizophrenia Society. I mean, if you, you might, uh, people might remember that there's been a uh, there's been a, a mental health campaign called Rethink, yeah. and um, they um, sort of objected to to us when you sort of put it out there as you have to do. Yeah. Um, and and we uh, came to an agreement with them that if we published books on mental health um, uh, subjects, that we would not put the um, branding of Rethink on the outside of the book, mm. um, which is fine. But I mean, I'm really glad we did that because if we hadn't had that agreement and, you know, we published a book and, um, you know, not, and, and they had come to us and said, no, you can't use it, we're going to sue you. Um, well, <laughs> that would have been, we might've yeah. had to give up our name completely. Yeah. So that early piece of work, I think is a really important thing to, I mean, you yeah. know, you talk so much sense and obviously need legal know-how about the importance of a name and it being very um, specific and original basically um, so that was and then we had some um, you know some some uh, graphic designs because <laughs> I think because the names of our models are quite generic like the writer process and the author yeah. model we couldn't really um, trademark them because they're too general um, but that's okay actually you don't want too many brand names for a small business the yeah. more brand names you've got the 
the more you've got to be able to market. So like right. costs multiply. So having descriptive names that you can put, you know, rethink uh, book builder is actually quite a good approach rather than trying to get trademarkable names for all your products. So I think right. that's a good strategy. You don't necessarily want trademarkable product names. Just use rethink next to them. Right. Good. Okay, yeah. that's 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 good to know. Yeah. Yes. Well, it just reduces your costs of trademarking yeah. of um, you know marketing because you're essentially building value in rethink. You know, that's yeah. all your equity is going into that name rather than into several names. So, right. I think no, that's great. That's good yeah. to know. Mm. Absolutely. So, is there a brand, just uh, finishing off, is there a brand that you particularly admire? And if so, why, Lucy? Um, well, in publishing, I think the iconic brand is Penguin. And um, it just it just goes back so far. Mm. And um, I mean, I'm not sure that their current branding is particularly memorable, but I think everybody knows the penguin logo, the little yeah. penguin in the circle. Um, everybody knows the stripy books that the you know, the original penguin classics. And although they don't produce books with covers like that anymore, I mean, I've, I, I should have had it here, but I've got, you know, I've got a mug with um, a, a room of one's own on it, the Virginia Woolf one kind mm. of in the penguin colors and and stripes and it's just you just know it's a penguin thing a penguin book um yeah. so i think they've i think they've been um i think they had fantastic designs in the early days and they've capitalized on that classic look yeah. and the penguin has kind of moved forward and always stayed with them but it's it's still perfectly modern so mm. and contemporary so i think um i think they're probably one of my favorite brands Oh, that's interesting. I'll have to look into them. I, I, it is very iconic, that sort of penguin symbol that they use. I love that. Yes, yeah. yes. Great. Well, thank you very much, Lucy, for appearing on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a really interesting and very fruitful discussion. Thank you for your advice <laughs> along the way. <laughs> Bye. Bye.